Namo Buddhaya. Welcome back to Monks in the Morning from Colombo Dhamma Friends of Mahameonawa. We're so happy that you could tune in today. It's wonderful to get to spend time with all of you. Can you remember the three knowledges we learned in the last episode? The three things that the Supreme Buddha was able to see and understand on the night of his enlightenment? The first one was the ability to remember his own past lives. Not just one or two, many thousands and thousands of lives. And not just a little bit about those lives, but everything in detail. How about the second knowledge? It has to do with other people. It's the ability to see exactly how and why specific living beings are reborn according to the good and bad actions that they do. And the third? He was able to see that his own mind had become purified of all defilements and that he had attained enlightenment. This means that he no longer had greed, hatred, or delusion in his mind. We'll learn more about that quality of his mind today and how we can benefit from having the same kind of mind. We'll also chant the Angulimala Paritta in Pali and English, so get your chanting book ready or click on the show notes link to follow along online. Now let's take the refuges and the precepts. Sadhu, Sadhu, Sadhu Namo tasse bhagavato arehato Samma sambuddhasse Namo tasse bhagavato arehato Samma sambuddhasse Namo tasse bhagavato arehato Samma sambuddhasse Buddhang saranang gachami Dhammang saranang gachami Sanghang saranang gachami Dutiyampi buddhang saranang gachami Dutiyampi dhammang saranang gachami Dutiyampi sanghang saranang gachami Dhatiyampi buddhang saranang gachami Dhatiyampi dhammang saranang Gachami Tatiyampi Sanghang Saranang Gachami Sadhu 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 Say after me, I observe the precept of Abstaining from killing beings 
I observe the precept of abstaining from stealing. I observe the precept of abstaining from sexual misconduct. I observe the precept of abstaining from telling lies. I observe the precept of abstaining from taking intoxicating drinks and drugs with the refuge of the noble triple gem. I observe these precepts for happiness in this life, for rebirth in heaven, to escape from the sufferings of sansara. May it help me, may it be a blessing, sadhu, sadhu, sadhu. Namo tasa bhagavato arhato Samma Sambuddhasa Homage to the Blessed One, the Worthy One, the Supremely Enlightened One. Sadhu, Sadhu, Sadhu. Namo Buddhaya. And also my homage to my teacher, Most Honorable Kirivadguda Jnananda Mahathera. Dear children, in the previous program, we learned a nice Dhammapada stanza. The Dhammapada stanza is Noble people let go of desire for everything. They do not speak deceptively in order to gain pleasures and desires. Touched by happiness or unhappiness, the wise show no elation or depression. What's the meaning of it? Now let's learn the first stanza. Noble people let go of desire for everything. That means the wise people, the wise people who practice the Dhamma, who delight in Nibbana, they let go of desire for things that gives them suffering in life. Everything means what? The things that is except Nibbana. The things that are not wholesome. Even the wholesome things they use like what? Even the noble eightfold part, the blessed one's disciples use like what? I'll teach you a nice simile today. Children, just imagine a person needs to cross a river from one end to the other end. From this shore to the other shore. So, 
to cross the river what he should do either he should use a bridge or else a boat or a canoe now just imagine there is no bridge no canoe then what should he do if he can't swim also what should he do then he makes he go and find some wood and some foliages some dry wood and he will make a raft and then he will tie it and then he will cross the river from one end to the other end so after he cross the river does he take the does he takes the raft and keep on his head and and go with that raft children tell me no he will use that raft just to cross the river being unattached to that as well after he cross the river he leaves the raft in the river bank and go in the same way the buddha's disciples practice the buddha's teachings then in the dhammapada stanza it says they do not speak deceptively in order to gain pleasures and desires so children if you want something from your parents don't talk deceptively just be honest and don't have business deals with your parents okay okay if i do this you give me this okay i will study only if you give me this i will only study if you give me that i will only study if you give me a smartphone i will only study if you get me that if you give if you get me those shoes i will only study if you send me singapore or to malaysia okay i will only study if you get me that vehicle that bike so it's yeah, like you do good things for your benefit of your life by threatening your mother and father speaking deceptively in order to gain pleasures and desires so don't have business deals with your parents they gave life to you remember that is unwholesome okay i will do my examinations if you buy that for me so don't we shouldn't have those qualities those bad qualities children why those th- those things are unwholesome not see not suitable for a buddha's disciple suitable for unwise people then the blessed one preaches touched by happiness or unhappiness the wise show no elation or depression so whether they experience happiness or unhappiness they don't show any uh, overjoy they they don't get overjoyed and there's no depression but for you all your prayers promise and if they have a hard time having money if they are broke if they can't buy things for you as they promised how do you feel depressed therefore children don't have a defiled mind try to develop a undefiled mind undefiled mind means you know you don't get depressed then you don't get overjoyed with the things that you get from your parents and then you don't compare with with your other friends sometimes you get something and then you show off and then you compare yourself to others and you become proud we can do these things until we, until we are alive after we die what what are we going to do what could this dead body do for this what could this what could this dead body do for us nothing children remember we are here for a short period we are here to attain nibbana we are here to get ourselves to 
be born in a good destination after we leave this body after leave after we leave this human life we should be born among the devas who will preach dhamma for us again that's our responsibility don't just be sad for the things that you don't get from your parents be happy the things that you get from a buddha be happy the things that you that you have already got from the parents always think about the things that you have already got from your parents don't always think don't always think the things that you have not got so far the ones who are learning and listening to this dhamma they have got the supreme bliss they have got the gift of the buddha the gift of a buddha cannot be compared to anything in this world children that gift is developing an undefiled mind that's what buddha had so children i hope you remember the stories we listen in the past programs we learn about those boys when they were in veranja in the previous program we learned there was these boys in veranja when the monks gave some coarse food they were sad after the monks came to savatnur to savatthi the monks got delicious food and when that food was given to those boys those beggars those boys you know they started jumping giggling laughing and enjoying fighting swimming here and there playing in the river what happened when you get gains you can't bear it when you lose opposite of that we will cry again and again so that's why we should learn this dhamma every day and practice this so what's the dhamma pada stanza noble people let go of desire for everything they do not speak deceptively in order to gain pleasures and desires touched by happiness or unhappiness the wise show no elation or depression so may you have the opportunity to have a life that does not show elation or depression to anyone and live a peaceful life and develop an undefiled mind just as the buddha did namo buddhaya paritta chanting angulimala paritta turn to page 171 in your chanting book the stanza we're about to recite was taught to the arahant angulimala by the supreme buddha The first part of the chant is a traditional introduction and the last part are the words that the supreme buddha actually spoke. It's one of a few paritta chants that uses the power of truth as a way of offering protection. The Ratana Sutta and the Bodhanga Suttas are similar in that they use the power of saying something absolutely true as a way to bring about protection in a situation. It's so rare to find things that are absolutely true in the world, but the Supreme Buddha's Dhamma and the goodness of the great Arahants are both things that are absolutely true, and calling these to mind is very powerful. Now let's recite these stanzas together. Namo tassa bhagavato arhato नमो 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 
पारितंगनसीन्नाधानोवन उदकंपी विनाशेती सब्बमेव पारिशयत्थिनागभवुठान यधेति तंखने तेरसंगुलिमालस लोकनाथेन भाषित कपटाई महातेज परितंगनामहे even the water that is used to wash the seat which arahanangulimala sat on and recited this parit that water can end all sufferings if a pregnant mother suffers from any pain she will be well and be strong enough to stand instantly now we shall recite that very powerful parit taught by the buddha to arahanangulimala which will hold its power for and yon yato ham bhagini ariyaya jatiya jato na bhijanami santichapanam jivita voropeta tena satchena sothite hotu sotti gabhasati Sister, from the day I was born in the noble birth which leads to supreme nibbana from that day on I am not aware of myself killing any living beings deliberately by this truth may you be well may the delivery of your child be peaceful etena satchena suvatti hotu by this truth may they all be well being sad Sadhu, sadhu. Metta bhavana. Now we're going to practice loving-kindness meditation. We practice this so that we can have a peaceful mind right now, so we don't get angry in the future, and so we benefit from this good karma in future lives as well. If we practice loving-kindness meditation often, then when people say mean or rude things to us, we won't get angry so easily. This is just one of the many benefits of practicing loving-kindness meditation. So, sit with your back straight, put your hands together on your lap, and try really hard not to open your eyes or move your hands or body. 
We want to make our bodies very still so our minds can become quiet and concentrated. This can be hard sometimes, but the more we practice, the easier it gets, doesn't it? And if there are people around us, it's nice if we can sit still so that we don't bother them. Now, you may not notice anything happening in your mind as you practice this. That's okay. Sometimes we don't see the results right away. But if we're mature and have confidence in the Supreme Buddha's teachings, then we're willing to wait to see the results from our hard work. Now, listen silently and think in this way as one of our Dhamma friends recites the reminders of loving-kindness. Sadhu, sadhu, sadhu May I be free from anger Free from ill will Free from jealousy May I be free from mental suffering Free from physical suffering May I live in peace May I live happily May all beings in this place be free from anger, free from ill will, free from jealousy. May they be free from mental suffering, free from physical suffering. May they live in peace. May they live happily. May all beings in this neighborhood be free from anger, free from ill will, free from jealousy. May they be free from mental suffering, free from physical suffering. May they live in peace. May they live happily. May all beings in this city be free from anger, free from ill will, free from jealousy. May they be free from mental suffering, free from physical suffering. May they live in peace, may they live happily. May all beings in this province be free from anger, free from ill will, free from jealousy. May they be free from 
from physical suffering. May they live in peace. May they live happily. May all beings in this country be free from anger, free from ill will, free from jealousy. May they be free from mental suffering, free from physical suffering. May they live in peace. May they live happily. May all beings in this world be free from anger, free from ill will, free from jealousy. May they be free from mental suffering, free from physical suffering. May they live in peace. May they live happily. May all beings be free from anger, free from ill will, free from jealousy. May they be free from mental suffering, free from physical suffering. May they live in peace. May they live happily. Sadhu, sadhu, sadhu. I'm so happy that we were able to spend time together today. We hope that you learned something new, and we really hope that you can use what you learned as you go about the rest of your day. I really love what the Bhante said in the talk today. He said, don't think about what you haven't got from your parents. Think about what you have got from the Supreme Buddha. You know, when our mind isn't well-trained, we easily think about all the things that we want but don't have. But when we're trained to remember all the blessings that we have and all the good instructions we have from the Supreme Buddha, then our minds can become happy and peaceful and we're on the path to remove all the defilements from our minds. Now let's share merits. May our teachers, our relatives, our friends all rejoice in the good actions that we've done here today. May they soon experience for themselves the supreme bliss of Nibbana in this Gautama Buddha's dispensation. Sad, sad, sad. Namo Buddhaya. 